It's hard to believe, but according to sources online, today, the day before Thanksgiving, which is, of course, Thanksgiving Eve, and hope you're all being safe getting to your destinations. I know some of you already probably started early on your journeys, even by a month. So all I can say is be safe for those that are still traveling or starting off on the traveling as we speak, and also have a safe and happy Thanksgiving uh, with your family and have a healthy and safe uh, journey, you know, on this Thanksgiving Eve. But speaking of today, this being the 23rd, today marks 30 years. That's right. Officially 30 years since Archie Comics published the first official Sonic the Hitchcock comic book with issue zero. Now, Issue Zero was a three-part miniseries focusing on, you know, introducing us to the world of Sonic. From Sonic, Sally, Robotnik, Rotor, Antoine, Tails. And I think, I think, uh, Bunny Rabot later on, but I could be wrong. I think Bunny came in the regular series, but I don't know. Did she come in the miniseries, like in the third part? I, I can't recall. But it was Issues Zero to Three. And that's what it was. It was a four-part miniseries uh, basically focusing on the characters. And this would lead us, believe it or not, to the series ongoing later on in the spring of 1993. That's right. From November, December, January, and February, you had the miniseries, as far as I know. And then in the spring, you had the official ongoing series. And if I'm going to be honestly frank with you, I think Archie Comics and Sega knew that they were going to do an ongoing series. They just wanted to see how fans would react to uh, to Sonic uh, being in a comic book series, as well as interacting with other characters, and in the case of someone like Sally Acorn, potentially having a love interest. Because, you know, let's be honest, you know, let's be honest here, the moment they meet in the pilot, in the first uh, issue, I should say, issue zero, you could kind of tell that that was the direction they were going in. No, no doubt about that, in my opinion. And basically, from this day on, 30 years ago, the rest is history. The rest is history. And we ended up having basically one of the longest adapted comic book series in history, you know, passed through. In fact, it went down, it went down into the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest running video game adapted comic book ever. That's right, the longest running video game adapted comic ever. Even beating out the likes of Super Mario Brothers, both from, I think, Marvel and Archie themselves, because I think Archie had Mario Brothers at one point, to even the Nintendo Power Magazine comics of the Super Mario Adventures, which were gathered together later on as a graphic novel, which I do have a copy of. But anyway, that's the distinction Sonic has when it comes to Archie comics. Now, looking back on this 30 years later, you know, you have to wonder, would the comic still be going if it wasn't for, as we all know, 
certain behind-the-scenes legal issues taking place? I think so. I think the comic would have kept going and everything if it wasn't for those legal issues. Legal issues that basically Sega said, look, Archie, you're a great publisher and everything, but until you get your act together, we can't work with you no more. And that's why I believe they decided to cut ties and go to IDW. Now, speaking of these early issues, this is before Ken Penders came along. So, as I've said before, as I've asked and said before, I don't think there's anything stopping IDW from republishing these issues, these early issues, you know, pre-Ken Penders, and even afterwards, you know, during the Ian Flynn run, I don't think there's nothing stopping them from publishing these stories in graphic novels, just like they did with the TMNT Adventures. I don't think there's anything stopping them. I, like I've mentioned before, the IDW is, you know, is known to work around these kind of situations. They did it with Marvel's Transformers when they republished that and only had to pay a little bit of a licensing issue because one integral part of the main continuity of the story involved uh, the character Circuit Breaker in a huge way, so they had to basically say, here, here's the money, thank you for letting us use her. And that's it. That's all they had to do. But, like I said, they're no strangers to this. So if I'm IDW, and word gets around that today, this week, you know, the day before Thanksgiving, is the 30th anniversary of when Archie Comics first started publishing this book, then I should take into heavy consideration of doing graphic novels, but only focusing, you know, just in case you don't want to deal with legal problems, focusing on the non-pender stories. Like, focus on the ones before him, and then basically say, okay, now we're going to do the, you know, the Flynn stories later on. Mostly the soft reboot, retcon, reboot, retcon, whatever you want to call it. You know, that's what you should do. You should focus on the non-pender ones, you know, like the earlier issues, the beginnings, the miniseries, if you will. And then, you know, after that, if that proves to be a success, tell them, okay, we're going to focus on stories that come afterwards. That's what you do. You focus on stories that come afterwards. And mainly that would be the soft red corner reboot because what you could do is you could republish the first graphic novel that they put together on it, the first trade paperback they put on it, that Archie did, you can republish that under the IDW license. And I think that's issues 252 to 256. And then go from there. You know, you can go from there because this thing lasted to about, what, 278, right? So you can go from 257 to 278. And if there's anything to learn from the um, releasing of the TMNT Adventures, and even before that, Transformers, is you can release these in various formats. I do apologize for the notifications if you heard anything. I'm recording this with my phone. Uh, but anyway, anyway, like I said, getting back on topic, um, anyway, you know, you can uh, basically, you know, release this in any kind of format. They could do, they could release it in a format similar to what they did with Transformers, to where it's like a big, a big trade paperback and then a small one. Or they could simplify it 
by just doing the same thing they did with the TMNT Adventures, by taking, you know, essentially the first, not first four, but basically taking four issues, if you will, of the series and republishing it in graphic novel form, trade paperback form. Because that's what they did. You know, that's what they did. They took basically four issues at a time and republished them, you know, in these trade paperbacks uh, that they would release in conjunction with Archie Comics. That's what they did for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adventure book comics that Archie once had. They basically gathered them all together and took four issues and put them, like I said, put them together in one um, one trade. So they can do the same with Sonic. There is no doubt. And I think they should try it out with zero to three. That's what they should do. And what's ironic about it is if this proves to be a success, then as some people pointed out, you could start doing it uh, later on with uh, basically, you know, the gra- with basically the soft red kind of reboot. You could. Now, I know there might be um, some things that have to be explained there. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, I understand that, like I said, that there are going to be some things that have to be explained there. Like, you know, if people are reading it and they see that, okay, the moments that they're getting the memories restored and everything, you know, yeah, you're going to probably have to tell them, you know, maybe in a summary... You know, and I'm assuming that's the only thing that may have to happen, that Ian Flynn or some people may have to put up summaries as to, you know, what's going on and everything, like why are these memories important and stuff. And I don't think that'll be a big deal. I think that'll be the only new addition that needs to be added in, is a summary as to why these memories are so important, you know, to these characters, why they play significance. Then that way, once you do these little page summaries, like after each story... That'll at least, <laughs> excuse me, that'll at least help the fans, you know, be up to date with what's going on that are new to this, so that as you continue possibly, you know, repurposing, re-releasing, you know, like I said, issues 257 to 78 in separate trades, you know, they'll have a good idea of, okay, this is why, you know, this is why, like, let's say with 257, you know, that moment where Sally's having her episode trying to basically explain that she needs to take responsibility. She has to make up for what she did in the previous life as Becca Sally. You know, at least I have a context with the summary of the fact, uh, of the summary that basically was given, I should say, after uh, issue 256 in the previous trade. Again, it's just something to think about. It's just something to think about. But anyway... Anyway, though, getting back on topic, you know, this getting back on topic and why it relates to this, you know, if IDW wants to go that route, publishing issues zero to three is the first step. Because then, because then if it succeeds, like I said, they can go right into republishing uh, 252 to 256 and then so on and act like that is the true beginning more than anything else. And then, like I said, the only new kind of material they would have to add in is, you know, is stating, you know, in summaries, you know, after the stories are done, 
exactly why these events are being referenced, why these memories are important, you know, and stuff like that. And that's about it. And then maybe at the end of the first trade, or not the first trade, but the second trade, which, you know, the retcon reboot would be, you know, you could have maybe Ian Flynn or someone explain that due to legal issues, you know, this is the best they could do because, you know, they don't want, because of the fact that there was a lot more that they wanted to, you know, contribute. There was a lot more they wanted to re-release to the public, but they can't at this time. And that's about it. All you have to do is to simplify that due to legal matters, there are other stories that you might be aware of that we want to release, we want to bring to you, but we can't do the legal, re legal, uh, legal matters, legal situations at this time. And that's about it. That's all, that's all they have to do. That's all they have to say on it. But, yeah, I think they should consider starting, you know, with, you know, this being the 30th anniversary, they should consider 0 to 4 as a testing ground to see how fans will react with that. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are on it, you know, down below and in the live chat. How do you feel about, you know, this? How do you feel basically about this being the 30th anniversary of the comic overall? You know, basically the first uh, four-issue miniseries pilot. What are your thoughts on it? And do you think that IDW should at least test the grounds with, you know, republishing these? And then basically, if it's a, if it's a success, going from there, you know, going from there and basically republishing the soft retcon reboot as if that's the, the beginning of the book, period. Or, if you know, as if that was the beginning of the book, period. Let me know down below in the comments, as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Support me over at Venmo at Brian-Roma-2, cash tab at BWRoses98. Also, ladies and gentlemen, support me over at Patreon.com, that's BWRoses. With a $1, $3 tier, excuse me there. Also, check me out at DeviantArt.com, that's BVW1979. Vimo at BWRoses for content you can't get on YouTube. Also, check me out at my Teespring store for a merchandise you can't get anywhere else just in time for the holiday season. And check me out at BW Roses Discussions for all your favorite audio, you know, at all your favorite audio podcast locations, I should say, except for Pandora. That's BW Roses, BW Roses Discussions on all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Um, I have several new podcasts up there, and this will be one of them eventually because you will be getting audio podcasts of all my videos that I do. And really, that's about it. But guys, give me your thoughts on this being the 30th anniversary, Thanksgiving Eve 2022, being the 30th anniversary of the comic overall. And until next time, I will talk to you later. I got to get in the shower and get myself ready for work. It's going to be a crazy Thanksgiving Eve Wednesday at my job.